Episode 88 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, it's it's a weird week, right? Because now, now we're in that transition towards the end of the year. Yeah. And, and, you know, in terms of what we got to look forward to, it's now stuff's being dropped for next year, right? So, like, we got one that... So the black phone's got Ethan Hawke in it, uh, directed by the guy who did Sinister. That's the same guy who did uh, who did um, uh, Doctor Strange, right? Or who was going to do Doctor who Strange? Was. No, but he did part yeah. one, though, right? Oh yeah, he did do part uh, one. Scott Derrickson, right? That's his name, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He no, he dropped out of part two, which is wild, right? But yeah. anytime anyone drops out of like a Marvel movie, you know it's like yeah, it, you it, know, it's a it's an artistic conflict thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A creative differences thing. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like I don't get paid enough to like to completely smash my dreams or yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't even know. Like I don't even know. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true though. Like, like, what is it that would that would completely just turn somebody down from that? Like, for instance, yeah, with the like, with the um, you, you uh, turning down guy, the bar- um, Edgar Wright in Ant Man, right? Like, what yeah. what? I, I'm fucking curious to know what how much of a difference was his vision in terms of what they wanted to output because they've given a lot of creative freedom to like Taika and and the Russo I mean, brothers and stuff like that. Now they have. Isn't that like I yeah. that's the thing. Like I this think is it's true. different it's different now. Yeah, like, you're absolutely you know, right. It's because now they like oh like James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy was fine. Like everybody loved that even more so than everything else. So so then they were like, okay, let's everybody let them do their yeah, own shit. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. So now they can do now they do their own yeah now they have a little bit of more of um of room to breathe in terms of um the artistic vision yeah um, so you know in the facade you see not in terms of actual story structure but in the facade that you see as a viewer but like um in terms of um this new movie itself black phone it's interesting because it's uh it's original i've never really heard of anything like it um it's a right it's an interesting concept uh it um, Ethan Hawke plays uh, the antagonist here, some kind of like a serial killer or serial kidnapper of some sort um, that kidnaps children. And then this one kid gets kidnapped and then he's talking to the the ghost of the dead kid. So I'm curious exactly how far into yeah. like this kid adventure it goes, if it is one of those things. Because Reading it, that, like, you know, because Ethan Hawke, is he a real dude? Is he a ghost? Thing, yeah, like, yeah. You know. Um, I'm just kind of stoked more because of Ethan Hawke playing like a bad guy like that. Um, he's right. uh he's grown to kind of be a jack of all trades when it comes to um these genre films. You know what I mean? So yeah, I- I'm just kind of more excited along the lines of um the production looks good. Um, it's Ethan Hawke. It's horror. It's original. So 
you know, it is coming out in February, so we don't know exactly yeah. in terms of how good it is going to be. Um, but listen, again, now we're, um, as Tex mentioned, uh, we're coming into that kind of a time of year where, you know, there's a couple of, of highlights left in the year, but now it's more of a, um, a studios pushing shit in, in anticipation for the I following mean, year. Yeah, like speaking of February and January, uh, we got Morbius coming at the end of January too. Like Ugh, January 28th right the right in the like beginning that. of the uh, of the heart of darkness which is winter. Yeah, the winter and releases. Like, and uh, so they dropped a new trailer for this and uh yeah, and it it is it is out there. What it year is, is it text? Like uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, no, seriously, what? We're in 2021, I mean, right? Yeah, it's 2021. Okay, I'm just yeah. making sure we're not back in the late 90s. Because this, the, the, Morbius just looked like it was part of that like Marvel lineup of movies, the post-Blade yeah. stuff, right? Um, yeah, where you had Daredevil and Elektra yeah. and all that bullshit. Yeah. It's the same thing we were talking about when we were watching, uh, we are talking Venom too. Uh, you know, it, it's like these movies just kept, happening you know it's it's it's, it's like, like they just kept kid, going you know after, why after after spider-man 3 they just kept going and making these weird movies and uh it, i mean that trailer definitely looks like a movie that was like in 2001 oh, man dude it also looks like not good <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, there's there's really uh, nothing about it that is redeeming. The only thing that actually piqued my interest in terms of where this can go is the the like explicit like like display of Michael Keaton in his fucking prisoner garb. So I'm curious. That's so fucking like (laughs) right. How weird is that? Right. Well, yeah, because Sony like Sony has to be like explicitly being like, oh. You know, here's Michael Keaton. Here's a tease for Rhino and Black Cat. Here's, you know, here's a picture of Spider-Man in the corner over here. Like, yeah. Easter eggs up a fucking storm. And one of the guys in the trailer is like, oh, you know, this is like what happened in San Francisco with Venom or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have to explicitly do that to get you to see this one. And then his tease of like, oh, I'm Venom. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just Michael Morbius. I'm Dr. whatever Michael Morbius. Remember? Like, uh, he was like, oh, who are you? And then he, he, you know, does a scary face and and he, he goes like, oh, I'm Venom. And I'm like, oh, you're like, you guys are reaching hard right now. Like so much of a reach. Um, yeah, and like, um, like I have God. no interest in seeing this in theaters. Um, we're gonna end up having to see it just for you guys out there. I mean, yeah, because we're there's nothing to it. do in February. Also, on I top mean, of that, cut cut to like four months from now, we're talking about Morbius. You know, but like, <laughs> it, <laughs> we don't want to see it, but we're gonna. And that's the thing, like. If it becomes a part of this whole MCU shit now, it's like, oh, you gotta see it now. You can't just skip these movies. Yeah, is is, I mean, (laughs) yo, do you know if um if Moon Knight is a part of that Sony thing, or is Moon Knight Marvel Marvel like MCU? Moon Knight is Moon Knight is Marvel Marvel. Okay, like that's going to Disney Plus because Moon Knight seems to kind of be in that same vein of Morbius and that kind of line of. They are, yeah, like in the. I think they're, I think it's like Midnight, the Midnight Suns. I want to say that's what they're called. Like, it's just, uh, just the group of all the spooky people. Oh, you know, yeah. You, it, I, it's I, like yes, Ghost yes. Rider. Blade fucking, is in there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they got one of those building up. Listen, like, um, it, and, and it has want, Tyrese like, in it, and they showcased him like he was, um, an attraction. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to avoid this one because of Tyrese and Jared Leto. Does Tyrese do anything other than, like, the Fast and Furious movies these days? Listen, I, I don't, he doesn't really need to, to He doesn't honest, need to. And good for him, too. You know, he, you know, he, he got his uh, one-hit wonder kind of shit, you know, in that franchise. So, good. Um, continue I mean, making yeah, that money off of that shit. But. That's true. Like, he, he popped up in Fast... He, pop, he popped up in two Fast and Furious and... Like, was supposed to be just the one-off sequel character, but, like, he, he got in there, and they brought him back for four, five, fucking ten now. Yeah. And now now Vin Diesel's trying to get uh, The Rock back. Like uh, I saw that. Like Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he, like, said an apology, or he's like, or not an apology, or I don't even know what the fuck. What, they fought or something? I, they had, like, they had this whole beef. Oh, they had a falling like, out, like, who's the best bald strong guy or something? Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't even know, like... Well, you know, because you know, you know, The Rock and The Rock probably has like all the pull in the world. He's he's probably like anything he says goes in Hollywood, probably. But like Vin Diesel and the and the Fast and Furious franchise, it's like that's his thing. Like if you know anybody, like if you know anyone has like ultimate control over that shit, it's that's, Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's definitely Vin right? Diesel. So I'm I. I think it was, I don't, look, I, it's all out of context and shit like that, but, like, um, during Fast Five or something, they, like, beefed super hard, and then, like, you know, there were certain reports of, like, Vin Diesel being mad that, like, Hobbs and Shaw was a thing, or, like, you know, But, it, but blame that on the, uh, you know, but it- why did Vin Diesel then want Statham and fucking The Rock in the first place? Thing, right? I, like, I don't fucking know. I don't know, right? But anyway. But, but now he's trying to be like, yo, come back, you know. Uh, Anyways. Basically, like, come back for Fast and Furious 10 kind of thing, right? Like, I haven't even I seen think- 9 yet. I have to see 9. It should I, be on, like, one of those streaming things soon, if not already. I, I tried. I tried watching F9. Oh, yeah, it was... No, it was no good. I couldn't do it, man. It's it's long. It is really long. What's up with that length, too, man? I don't... You know, and at this point... it sucks too because like it's a saga, so like if you can't just watch nine, yeah, like, you, you have to. You gotta know. You have to be. You have to be fully aware of. What yeah, you gotta know that Dom eight. has a kid. If, if if you don't know Dom has a kid, it's a wrap, right? Yeah, like, at and, this point. <laughs> yeah, like you had to know Dom has a kid. You had to know uh, he worked. He worked with Charlize Theron for like a little bit in part eight. Yeah, because or, of his kid. Like, yeah, like you, you. <laughs> you think, like, yeah, it's you so to, much now. It, like, like you just can't just you can't just jump in anymore, you know. And that, yeah, that is a detriment and also an accomplishment if you think about it in terms of story. I know we've talked about it before here on the show where carrying a story throughout a franchise um, has gotten difficult, but that was just in terms of like a slasher. This Fast and Furious thing, I think they had a good a formula going when they were like, oh shit, we can make it like a heist movie. Like, like these guys just happen to be in this part of the world and there's just a heist that needs to get done. You need like that kind of like 80s action, like 90s action vibe going, like make it like 90 minutes. It was it like, it was an easy formula and it was working for a little bit. Like part five is, is my favorite one. And that I think is the most, a tightest one in terms of, of that formula. It's like, oh shit, we're in Brazil. We got to do some shit going on. There's a cop over here. Let's see what we can do with this heist. You know what I mean? Like it's, um, 
it became that. But now it's just, as you said, it's just gotten out of control to the point where, like, now it's just a fucking, like, a Lord of the Rings shit now. You know? I mean, <laughs> it, it ties into what we're talking about today. Yeah, and uh, and speaking of that, folks, for our feature presentation today, we have the one and only marvel's eternals marvel's eternals yeah i Uh, i I can't even call it part of the new phase going on because i don't know where this is gonna go yeah (laughs) because like like watching shang chi i can you know safely say that oh part of a marvel's upcoming phase you know because it directly ties into all that's going on with loki and all that stuff that happened but honestly with eternals i was very confused as to where this is gonna all link in and uh, we'll talk about it more as we get further in depth about it um but just off the bat eternals for me i didn't entirely hate it um i didn't really like it i was okay with it i felt that it was too long for me to just be okay with it you know what i mean um when marvels gives you like this long saga kind of shit you usually have like some crazy shit going on like when it came to infinity war and endgame but this movie was just just long and it's funny because I don't have any issues with the actual, you know, characters, like r- major issues with the characters. I mean, you know, I have right. issues, but not like I don't have any real major issues. I don't hate the characters. I just I don't like that. It was it didn't really have any impact. You know, um, right. they kind of um, touted this movie to be like like a major kind of event in the Marvel timeline. And it was just very kind of. A blip in the radar, honestly. How about you, Tex? Oh, for me, but it's a major weight for it, honestly, for me. How about you, man? Yeah, no, I would I would agree. I'm in the same boat. I didn't really love it. I didn't really hate it either. You know, uh, I was expecting one or the other. You know, because, uh, like, you, you, see, you see reviews going in, or you see, like, people talking about it. And it was like, they either really loved it, or, you know, they really didn't like it. And so, you know, we've seen these things before with movies like, like Black Panther, like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. that like, that get a lot of that hate just for, just for existing. Yeah. And so like, you know, that's when I was like, oh, is it that kind of movie where like, you know, people are just trashing it because like, you know, it, it's got, it's got what it's got. Or is it an actual like bad movie? And, the answer is neither. Like, it's not like, it's not a bad movie, but it's I mean, also not like, it's also not one that I'm going to sit here and like defend, you know? Like, yeah. I'm, um, I'm not going to sit here and fight for it either. I'm not going to not say it's not a bad movie because for all the, all the fireworks in the movie, for all the bells and whistles, that's the term I was looking for. It was, you know, for all the bells and whistles, it amounted to really nothing at the end well, of the no, day. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why, like, I kind of think it's it's leaning towards the bad movie zone, in my it's opinion. It's leaning there, but I don't think it's like we're splitting hairs there. Like, I'm splitting hairs there, but like, I don't, I don't think it's like completely. You know, it's not a, it's not a stay away from it. No, I, I yeah, think that's like, what it is. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I mentioned, like I, it's, it, it's a major weight for it because yeah. of the length of it, but I'm not gonna say stay away from it there were some a lot of cool things that happened in the movie yeah it's like really it's at the really tail end of like the fucking wait for it shit yeah yeah right right in that right 
in that um, in that section after you cross the stay away from it, you get to the wait for it. That's where we end up with with uh, Eternals, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like the it's like a oh yeah, you should check it out. That yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah. like like if you were talking to somebody, you'd be like, yeah, why put it on in like the background, watch it on. Like a- yeah, it's one of the it's it is very unfortunate. Like a lot of like a lot of the things that that is going on. With this movie, um, in terms of the cons, are really it really has to do with the story. So just to get all the elephants in the room out of the way, pretty much like this movie got a lot of like negative review or hate bomb review or whatever they call it, supposedly because of some like yeah, gay because- kiss in it, which is like. Honestly, it, it's ridiculous, but I can see that happening, which is unfortunate. But it's like Tex really said, like a lot of people are saying the negative stuff. They're, they're implicating and and implying that, that the negative stuff is because like of the diverse cast and like right. just, you know, the sexuality in the movie and stuff like that. But honestly, dude, it's just not a good overall Marvel movie. And it's like I was saying, I have no issues whatsoever with the characters and and the sexuality and stuff like that i do have issues with the sex scene in the movie there's a sex scene yeah yeah full, in, in, full spoilers from yeah out. Like, it's, it's not mean, even a full spoiler this fucking happens in the first like 30 minutes of the movie dude yeah it's not no that's what i mean like it's not a spoiler but it's definitely something you would want to know about going into it's, it right because it's like what can you imagine somebody like it was very I, uncomfortable and i'm I, all down for sex scenes you know what i mean but yeah. like but in a marvel movie a not necessary at all that's first and foremost not necessary and also also like you gotta you gotta think about the audience too right yes and it's like who do you who who is supposed to see eternals is yeah it like that's what i don't MCU understand you fans and then like, like there's one thing of having like a couple in bed you know one on top of each other in that kind of position you know just kissing like just a straight up kiss but then there there's thrusting yeah <laughs> there's actual like, thrusting involved and you're like, like wait a minute like they're like totally doing it on like, um, some but, on like some rocks or some shit like that like it's totally like out of like it's random it's like it's, it's random it, it's unnecessary it yeah it it makes the scene like much longer than it needed to be oh like, my god it, and, and that's like that's why a lot of people are pandering to certain things because um, because of the of the feeling that something's being forced upon you, you know what I mean? Like this, for example, that sex scene. Like, it, like why? I like. I, like, I just don't like. I, like, I don't know what it added to this. I don't either. know like, what they thought about that. Like, oh, it's just hard to just. I'm trying to wrap my head around that whole process when it came to that scene. Like I know the the, uh, the director, uh, Chloe Zhao, right? She's the she did um uh what was that movie called? She won an Oscar for it. Yeah, it was Nomadland or something. Some I've never like seen that. it. So, I've never seen yeah. it. Right. So yeah. yes, you have an Oscar winning director. Has she ever seen a Marvel movie before? I'm just saying because like, what are you doing? You know, like th- th- there's a way to. To kind of implicitly show a caring relationship or a relationship going to the next level without having to show that scene, you know? Well, that's what I mean. Like, ultimately, it just made the scene longer. Like, we got the point with, like, the kiss, you know? We were like, oh, yeah, we got the love. And that's that's a lot of the problem, like, in this movie. Like, the director, she gets so into herself in terms of her art, I think, that she kind of forgets that, hey, this is – 
a superhero movie. You know, let's let's kind of make it a little bit more fun. You know, it was boring. Um, oh. A lot of the, because of the amount of characters involved, there was a lot of characterization. I guess you can call. Yeah, like uh, let me let me let me add to that. Like, yeah, it, it's not necessarily that we wanted to be fun because you know we we've said that we've said this before. Where it's like some movies they need more fun. Some movies, yeah, like I could see this one being like the oh the epic like superhero team story from like spanning thousands of years. I, I get the I get the I get the idea behind it. And so you wanna you wanna do it more seriously, which is fine. Like, you know, you wanna you wanna be like the operatic kind of thing. But at the same time, you have to also do that right. Like in order to be operatic, you need you need the hooks in the story there. Yeah. Like, you need, you're right. like there are a ton of characters, but only like one or two of them have like something really there to hook you. Like um like uh Cersei Gemma Chan, who like is the anchor of the movie, like she's great, you know, because like she gets so much shit to do. Yeah, like know? she's but, like she's the hero in the movie. Like she's supposed yeah. to be the one you attach yourself to. Um, in terms of following her throughout, you know, the phases of the upcoming Marvel universe, stuff. right? And like in terms of like being this uh like operatic thing, it it feels like it takes so long because like there's so much of it, like like there's so many plot beats that kind of repeat themselves. You know, it's like the oh, we found an Ajax died. Let's go tell this person. That Ajax died. Oh, okay, Ajax died. Let's go tell this person that you know this thing happened. All this thing happened. Yeah, let's it was like an annoying them. RPG, you know. Yeah, let's go tell them <laughs> yeah. and tell that like it. It was like, oh, okay. Let's let's spend the first like let's spend the first two hours getting the team together, and then the last thirty minutes actually having them do something together as a team. Yeah, you know? and, and it sucks that it wasn't even like the max team. You know, it wasn't even like the maximum amount of people in it because you know we had we had lost some people on the way there, like so it's it spends a lot of time spinning its wheels, and it's not that it needs more fun. It just it, it needs like if you would have trimmed out that thirty minutes, like if you would have trimmed out the sex scene, like we would have trimmed out the stuff that takes time. There's that, no, like, but there's, that, that's the thing, like that the movie so so much that feels like filler, right? Like yo, there's so listen, much that, like I can guarantee you this shit was probably like close to four hours, bro, when it was done. I because I don't know, like the amount of like just backstory that they have to add to all this shit to explain everything God, is so much exposition, dude. like. They have to, but that's it sucks. Like they have to do it. That's like, the problem. That yeah. like, that's the problem. That that is the problem. You know. Yeah. That because of the amount of characters you have, you have to kind of spend all this time explaining, as you mentioned, what they've been doing. We have to go find this person next and tell them about Ajax. We have to go find that person next. And, and then uh, there's like a yeah. there's like a an opening crawl. Of like, a, oh, the Eternals are from Olympia and all this shit, and like, and then then you know then we find out, oh, they're not from Olympia. They're being made by this guy. Oh, this guy actually does this thing. This yeah, so, thing is actually this thing. And so like, this guy, this thing, as you so graciously put it, <laughs> this guy, this thing is pretty much what is the most interesting part of the movie is the celestial and the fact that these Eternals were created by this celestial in order to pretty much carry out 
all his wishes and stuff like that in terms of exterminating worlds and right. going celestial. I'm not going to get all, all into that stuff. But, like, the, the most intriguing part was that. Like, that was the only connection we really had in, to this new upcoming phase because of Kang the Conqueror and um and the Loki story and the and the multiverse stuff and the and the breaking of the timelines and the and the spider um the spider mantis we're getting and we're gonna be watching uh, next month, you know, like that story of the celestial um um Arisham, I think was the name of that celestial. But just the story of the celestial itself was the most interesting part. And the fact that I just, I, I don't know. I just, like, the minute you find out exactly what the Eternals are, you start having a lot of more questions about how this whole movie's rolling, you know? Like, um, because pretty much they're they're made from cosmic power, and they're kind of like just machines, you can kind of call them. They made them look like humans, I guess, all of them. <laughs> Which is like... Eh, you know, I don't know that. I don't know that just brings up questions in terms of like like Marvel and all that stuff. Like, if you're a celestial, like, why are you creating these things to look like humans? If you know, humans are definitely not like at the top of any totem pole in the in the grand scheme of things. It's just funny I, how you, it's it's just weird. But that's that's I, comics in general. But um, I don't know. Like that's what I mean. Like we're we're sitting here and like really struggling to like put like pull this one out because it's like it, it sucks because it's so it's so like in the middle of the road right like it, it's not like i i wish i was sitting here going oh this was bad this is bad this but it, it, it sucks because like a lot of it you can't say it's like technically bad no because like, like that, the shots like it looks good it, like, it looks awesome yeah it looks yeah. awesome it, like what's what I didn't like about it was that there was no fucking climax. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can say the emergence was the climax for the movie and stuff. But, like, in, ter- in terms of climax, I mean, I go back to what I said earlier. The connection to the to everything that's going on right now. Like, for, for instance, in Shang-Chi, before you even get to the post credit stuff, you see Wong fighting Abomination. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you have hints and Easter eggs about shit that happened in the, in, uh, you know, uh, with, with the Avengers and with Thanos and stuff like that in the snap. It's like, yes, you get that kind of talk in Eternals, but it brings up a lot of questions like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, you guys were here the entire time while New York almost got completely destroyed. You were here while this fucking town in Eastern Europe, Sokovia, got lifted into the sky and pretty much, like, dis- uh, dispersed hundreds and thousands of people living in the area. And that was cool, you right. know? Uh, but you were here when each and every one of these heroes and their movies had their villains interrupting shit. Like, when Guy Ritchie was fucking shit up in Iron Man 3. And when fucking... When um, uh, DC was fucking experiencing all these huge-ass... Um, shield birds going down like you were just cool with all that you were just here like i don't like the fact that if they were actually here throughout the entire time they do a shitty job of just kind of being like of just having their presence felt throughout time you know like they were told oh you can't interfere in these events right um by the celestial cool great understood but then you are fucking giving them entire pieces of technology you're giving them shelter you're giving them weapons you're interfering with life right there yeah 
No, it, it's also, it's not only that, but it's also like, it doesn't give you that stuff, like, to keep you interested otherwise. And then yes. you start thinking about, like, the, like, uh, Damn it, we were, what movie were we just talking about where we were like, oh, it doesn't give you enough to think about otherwise? Um, Eternals? Uh, no, no, it was, <laughs> it was like Paranormal Activity or something, we, where we start thinking about, like, the logistics of it rather than, like, oh. the, the story itself. Yeah, yeah. next to Kid, and yeah. So, yeah, and so that's what it is. It, it sucks, too, because, like, the story is trying to be there. There's, like, ten different characters, and it's trying to give you something with each one, but, like... Because we're meeting them all at once in this one fucking like, it's the DC problem, dude. It's yeah. the, it's that we get they're giving us the team up before they give us the fucking lead in movies to yes. it. You know, so I agree like, with that, and I also agree um, with myself from earlier <laughs> that um, it is. I think in part this director and just her vision. I I'm not knocking her entire vision in terms of what she wanted to put out she had her vision for this movie but i think her vision doesn't really click with the the rest of the superhero world you know it's just like right i get what she was trying to do trust me i do i get it like she was trying to just make this this crazy eternal story into more of this human relationship story you know what i mean like over time how we connect over time and all this stuff and and blah 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 which is cool and, and i think honestly the best example of that that i think she um portrayed was the relationship between um Angelina jolie and um the Korean guy from Train to yeah, Busan. Athena, Dina, um, and Gilgamesh. And, and Gilgamesh, yes. yeah. Honestly, like, like that is what she was trying to portray. Like, over time, how everything affects you being here, seeing the effects, like, uh, like seeing the effects of everything you've done and all the years being on Earth. That was cool. I appreciated the drama um, and the execution in that relationship. But then that was kind of it in terms of what she was bringing to the table, you know? Um, the stuff with Icarus and Cersei honestly felt flat. Honestly, Icarus was... I don't like the dude, you know, like, like, well, I think that's, I want to say that's intentional. Yes. I, I, I was going to say that. I was just going to say, that. I'm like, I, I don't think it's the actor. Cause I don't hate the actor. I've seen him in game of Thrones plenty. And I was all down with Rob Stark. You know what I mean, but like they did a good job, honestly, like of making Icarus this just piece of shit, dude, you know, this, like this cocky egotistical piece of shit, um, that just, um, kind of complies. He reminds me, you know what he reminds me? He reminds me of fucking, of Tay Diggs in Equilibrium, um, mm. where he was following this method to the very end. Like he was, he seemed like he was kind of okay and, and kind of chill and at the very first thing, but then like, you know, he's working for the bigger plan. You know what I mean? But they did a good job of making him into it like an asshole. I just, I didn't like that they kept trying to weave that Icarus thing into there into the story and it's i don't know there was like something like there was a lot of emptiness in that stuff you know what i mean like and they spent so much time with that that i felt um if they had focused if she had focused her direction more like she did with angelina jolie and gilgamesh's character i forget the guy's name i apologies if, for instance if she did the same thing with the druid character and the mercari character right which i, I also enjoyed their two characters as well um and you you see that's a perfect example of how you understand their relationship. They're not like so like they're not publicly displaying their affection everywhere, but you get the fact that hey, you know, I think these two characters are in love. You see, like you see, like little hints and like uh, the, all throughout the time that hey, 
they're a thing, you know? Yeah, that's so I think that's, that's a great example we for of the, what for the Icarus and Cersei. Yes, stuff. yeah, that's a like, great example of how it, to succeed in, when, in that kind of um, you know. When aspect. something called when something called for more subtlety, we didn't get it. You know, like we. It, we got a sex scene. I'm like, oh my god, like, give her the sidewall, dude. It was a fucking sex scene over here, man. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm like, what is the bad like, bros on the screen, bro? Like, come yeah. on, Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and like, it, yeah, it's not like super explicit, but no, like, it's not. It's and, not, but, but it's, like, but it's it, enough, but it like, is, it is yeah. in terms of that world because you don't see that, dude. You don't yeah. like, like, th- 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 this is not one of the Marvel um, adult TV shows on Netflix. It's not. Yeah, and then also. I also wish it were like that's the thing too, right? If you're gonna do, but you a wanted sex more scene, text. You wanted more. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I wish it were better. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I, if you're gonna fucking it, do it, at least, at least, like, don't just show me a couple thrusts. Let's, let's get in there. You well, know what I mean? No, not, not even not in that sense, but like. I, that's the thing. I wish it. I wish it mattered more. But you know? I, I get like, you. And that's, like, that, I get you. That's like maybe like what you're saying. Like, at about. least there'd be a moment in that scene, a specific conversation, a phrase said that can connect things throughout time, or, or just something. Because if or, you're, like, you're absolutely yes. right. Like th- that's what you're saying. If you're gonna show that, at least like make it. And make it an event and make it memorable. Knowing yeah. that's the first fucking legit sex scene where they're showing, oh, these two people are naked doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, like say something uh, that makes it memorable or no, like or, makes it an, no. an event in their timeline. If even then, like, at least two characters I care about, you know, at least two characters we know instead of like, this is the first time we're yeah, meeting them. Dude, I and don't This care. is part of our. This is the first time we're meeting them. This is part of a flashback. It's not even like it's not even part of like the the main story canon. Yeah, like, dude. Is, yeah, this yeah. is something that happened like ye- centuries ago that they had sex once. You know, but you like, see again, that's just dumb. It's like yeah, we had sex that one time back then after we got married in India. Yeah, one I, year. yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there were plenty other times, but like it's so fucking funny in retrospect. You're like, yeah, you're oh, absolutely right. I didn't even like, think about that. How just random. To- you're like that needed to be part of, and then, like I said, they and, were on just some and, fucking rocks. And like, again, text. This goes back to my grand conversation about the celestial creating these beings. How yeah, with are like, they having sex? Like, uh, wh- why like, are they like? Why do they have personalities? Yes. Why, why do they have emotions? Like, like, why do they have these um these feelings for each other to the point where they can procreate? If they can't, I don't think they can procreate. But like, if they can't pro, uh, uh, you know, procreate, then what's the point of them being able to do it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. You know, I don't get yeah. it. So, with those yeah, kinds of things involved, <laughs> and the and and the big reveal that these people are pretty much just machines created by this insanely like yeah. omniscient being. <laughs> and going back to what you said, like that's the stuff that's going to be exciting. Yes. Like the, it, it sucks because. When Eternals is firing on all cylinders, it's fucking cool. Like uh, I agree. Like when you get the final fight and it's like a twist because Icarus is the real like fucking villain of the movie. Yeah, he's like it's the whole like my ideals against your ideals kind of thing. Yep, and they're both technically fighting for the right side. 
And, um, but no, so that's all cool. The fight itself was great because, you know, Marvel and their CG action scenes. Yeah, you, no. You know, cool. you know, they got it. Again, like, the, I, like I still felt it, like it lacked a little oomph, you know what I mean? Well, what? You wanted the Celestial to actually fucking blow up the Earth, you know? like Not really I, that because, like, <laughs> you can't get too crazy about that because then that, again, goes back to my other conversation called yeah, the question. Yeah, like, where's like, the connection? Yeah. It's something we spoke about, like, like even you brought up text off the air. If something of this magnitude happened, right? Yes, wouldn't there be anyone else with cool powers aware of some crazy shit going on? You know what I mean? Right. Or yeah. shields? You know, in some black van being like, oh, and because shields is just Fury in a black van now, right? <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. <laughs> I don't even know if they're yeah. I but think he's in space. But again, space again. So like, even even more reason because you can probably see some shit going down in the middle of the ocean from space. Yeah. But look, but like again, that goes to like this is where th- this movie falls a little tone deaf. Like, hey, you have all these other beings that like you have touted for a long time to be like, hey, these yeah. are the world defenders. Doctor Strange. Dude, How didn't he see something going on? You know? It's I mean? wild too, because like for as much as these movies connect to the other movies, you know, like Eternals is like no fucking visible connections, right? Like no, it's got dude. no it's got no connections to either what we've seen already or like what could be coming next. Because like even at the end of the movie, the fucking Ugh. The fucking Celestial only takes them away. Like, he comes just, and takes... I should have just left. Yeah, he comes and takes the Eternals away, and then, like... And it's not the even other, all of them, either. Yeah, the other Eternals are, like, in space, so it's like, oh, yeah, so okay, the other, are they... Yeah, 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 are they gonna... Are they gonna meet some of the Avengers or some yeah, shit? Yeah, so, like, Guardians pretty much, of the Galaxy, or, like... This yeah. Celestial was like, yo, you fucked up my plan, bro. Gathers up... Cersei, um, and a couple of the others that are on Earth, right? Takes them in away to God knows fucking where, right? Yeah. And then the other guys are out in there on the ship on the Domo trying to search for other Celestials, and they yeah, and dude, and they and come across like, this fucking <laughs> other guy in this in the what was it the second post credit scene, right? No, no, oh, it was the, the first. first one. Yeah, it was like it was Harry Styles as like again, like I. I've heard the name. Eros, I know, yeah. I, I know usually Harry – no, not Eros. I heard of Harry Styles in terms of like music, in terms of like kind of picturing him as – I was like, oh my god. Look at this person. Like, no. Oh, yeah. No, it was no, very exciting. That, that's but, a like, big false flat. He's done some movies, but like has, – Has uh, he really? Yeah. Oh, good. So he, he actually has some acting he was skills in, He was in Dunkirk. I think that was a big one. Uh, we did. Oh, no, I haven't seen Dunkirk, so, but yeah. So if he's been in Nolan movies, I, I think like- <laughs> We know how we feel about those these days. <sighs> but but, um, no, but, but yeah, yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't very exciting. It wasn't very like, exciting at all. He apparently is this guy um, called Eros, which happens to be the brother of Thanos, um, so check this out. I did a little research. Which just opens all sorts of fucking, like... So I did a little research, and, and, and I got really annoyed, because this character is what's supposed to connect everything, but you don't know the fuck this is. So check this out. So Eros is the youngest son of Titan's Eternals, right? Um, uh, Laars and Susan, right? The character is quite different from his elder brother, Thanos. The latter was born with Deviant Syndrome, so Thanos... 
was born with deviant syndrome, which caused his body to mutate and develop a purple hide and a massive size compared to other progeny. Mm. Right? That okay. dude, amongst all these powers, Arrows' primary ability is to pleasure stimulation. Hence the name Arrows. The uh, character's psionic ability enables him to stimulate the brain's pleasure nodes um, of anyone within the proximity of 25 feet from him. The stimulation, mean, yeah, can make him feel be, aroused or ecstatic. It's going to be fun for a joke, but, like, it's not something I want, like, I'm very but particularly then con- like, concerned about. One of the powers you know? that they'll probably kind of uses uh eros also has the ability to form emotional bridges which tethers the minds of two people enabling them to share feelings and emotions with each other um this has ability this ability has allowed eros to make people fall in love and what's crazy like i was reading about him and he apparently he's a womanizer which i'm like i'm not surprised based on all this shit i'm reading (laughs) so yeah it's no but it's still not particularly But exciting. you see, like, I had it's to do still... tons of research to find out who this is, and I had to do research to find out who the other post credit yeah, scene character it's is. Like the, it's like the fucking Thanos reveal at the end of Avengers, you know, where he's like, he, like, turns around, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, I knew that was, so I was like, oh, shit! But, no, but, like, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, it's so fucking... It, now yeah. we're out there. Now we're now we're out there, out there. But yes, at the same dude, time, like, dude, super out there. Because honestly, I thought that was going to be Warlock. It seems because it, Warlock was tied to the New Guardians and stuff like that. So right. it's another tie to a, a, an upcoming movie. But then, like you know, it, it's also like it's ah, see, it sucks because I kind of want to say like, is it too different from like the Marvel stuff? Which, but this this is what I'm saying, Tex. This is what I've been saying, like. This movie, like, it doesn't do anything. It's just kind of there. It's like, it feels like they made a movie within the Marvel Universe. You know what I mean? Like, not, not, like a one-off thing where you'll end up seeing Cersei or one of the other Eternals at some point. This, this feels like it was meant to just expand the, like, literal world of the, like, of the movies. You know, like, oh, so we can reference this thing later, or we can throw this thing in later, you know? But, like... You know what, though? Yeah, none none of the Eternals feel like they're particularly important. Yeah, you know what, though? Like, um... I'm kind of glad that they gave us this as a movie instead of some fucking show on TV, because I would have dropped it a long time ago. Yeah, but it also seems like it could have been fit for a show... You know, if you if they have, it seems like it's got so much to say, and then not at all. You know, like, but that's exactly <laughs> it has nothing to say. Like the post credit guys, for instance, we don't know who the fuck they are. Like the other guy, um, played by Jon Snow, which is hilarious because I was the, like the only dude in the theater who laughed when Jon Snow's character told Cersei in the movie, "I, I love you, Cersei," and I was like, ha. And I was looking at myself like, you guys don't get it, you know, right. Game of Thrones, let's go, that's hilarious, come on. But, um, like, even his character, he's revealed to be um, this character called the Black Knight. Apparently, the sword he that he sees at the end of the movie is um, uh, has a curse on it that he has to kind of defend his family's honor or something like yeah. that. But dude, that's another relationship we're just thrown into and uh, have no connection to. On, you know, dude. like yeah. the whole like that she's in love with this human dude and like and he's like I love you and I'm like 
but again, we're thrown this, into it and have no connection. This to it, brings back other questions as to like you know the kind of characters they are because we see one of them has a whole family. He like he even adopted a kid with his husband, right? Yeah, and that's the stuff that works. You know, that's I'm like okay, it, this makes sense that at least one of them would start a family. Exactly, or at least one of them was yes. But then I have issues with that when it comes to the of the reveal that he's an eternal. It's like, wait a minute. So you were just going to get away with the fact that everyone around you is getting fucking old, you know? Well, and then and then you're not? Like, yeah, that's the thing. It, it was – it's implied that his partner knew about it. You know, like it's implied that like – That's a very, a very, very, very subtle implication because I didn't – Yeah, that. that was the thing. Like it, it's too – it's too subtle. Like – because I know that uh, um, um, uh, the Indian actor guy, Ninjani, right? His name? I forget his name. But um, his character plays this Bollywood star. And I think he he kind of, you know, obviously he's, he's a comedy relief in all of this. Him and his, uh, his valet, which the guy was right. like, oh, I just thought he was some kind of vampire, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, you see, that's that's absolutely hilarious. Um, and people in theaters went right over their heads. I'm like, come on, this is funny. That's funny stuff there. Um, but, like, even in that aspect, like, um... No, it's just jokes weren't funny. Like, there's so many fucking, like, jokes that didn't land. No, there it's were a lot... There was a lot of shit that didn't land. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. Like, it's so much, like... It felt so stiff. Like, it feels so... Like, it felt stiff. These characters felt like... Uh, even, they, like, even... They felt like people who had been living for thousands of years. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. They acted like fucking... I... I don't know if that was that part of it was intentional, but like it's it's definitely like it's so much to just feel stiff and slow and like long and drawn yeah, out. Yeah, like and um, it's like, you know, I, I forget his his name shit, but the Indian actor, the comedian guy who who was legit. His sole purpose besides his little finger guns was uh just comedy relief, right? And even he felt kind of forced in a bunch of scenes, you know, right? And that's um, excuse me, and that was just. Again, it's just the structure of this story because there was just so much to unfold and tell. They were just, yo, we just got to drop A here, drop another A here, drop A here. A equals comedy relief. B equals, you know, romance line. C equals Ajax, you know? I mean, maybe maybe Eternals 2 will be better, but, like, um, I'm good on that. I'm I'm definitely not going to hold my breath for that one. Yeah, make us wait a bit for Eternals 2. Like, make it in, like, five years. I'm good. You know what I don't understand, too? Like, if, if these people as Eternals, like, the whole point of them was to pretty much feed the emergence of a celestial in a planet body, right? So that's the case. How come, like, see, this is what's confusing. So their memories get wiped after every planet gets destroyed, right? So this is the first time they were like, oh, you know, these people, there's something special about them, (laughs) you know? Well, no, I think that's the implication too, is that they've tried before a bunch of times, maybe. But that's the other thing, too. It's not – that's also not explained. Like, it's just – I don't know, because, because I get, like – listen, I love space shit. I get into my sci-fi shit, especially being that we've seen so much of the universe because of the past Marvel movies. In right. Thor, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me out of all, like, the living beings that we've seen, all the 
crazy alien shit we've seen so far in Marvel, the Earth is always going to be the one that you're going to cling to. You know, like, this is why I don't understand why Eternals, you know, resemble human beings, being that there were other beings in the universe that they can resemble in order to assimilate. But all of them just seem to look like humans. You know what I mean? Like, I go back to um, just the, the analogy like the Green Lantern Corps, right? How well, each Green Lantern Corps has their kind of species going on. But the Eternals, they all just kind of seem to be human looking. I, I think that'll change when they, because uh, they're off to find other Eternals at the end of the movie. Yeah, so the Harry Styles shows up and he looks like fucking Harry Styles. Yeah, but I think that's going to, I mean, that's <laughs> And then Seth Rogen shows up as a fucking leprechaun. I right, it's not Seth Rogen. That's it's like Patton Oswald or something. Is it? It sounded like Patton Oswald. That didn't sound like Seth Rogen at all. It sounded like Seth Rogen. We're gonna no, have to didn't. look that up. No, it was Pat. I'm 100 percent sure it's Patton Oswald because he still doesn't have a role in the MCU officially. So Does Seth I, Rogen have a role in something? Because he, he got to put him in something. Let's yeah. see. Patton but Oswald. no, he's Donkey Kong in the fucking Mario movie. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely correct, Mister yep. Valdez. Yep, uh, I know that. The troll. I, but no. Uh, just to wrap up my side of things, because I'm honestly kind of tired of talking about it. Uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm just like I'm kind of like it. It kind of it drained me, Arturo. Like because I I was like this is fine, but it's also like it's not bad enough for me to be like to give me something to be like angry about. It's not good enough for me to like defend and be like, oh yeah, this is the best fucking Marvel movie. It's just. It, it's there, like, right in the middle of everything. And it's not like, you know, and it's not really touting connections for the, like, it's not, you know, it's not something I can easily place with the rest of the Marvel movies. I can't, like, I can't sit here and predict, like, oh, man, I can't wait till fucking Kumail Nanjiani's Kingo fucking bounces off of, I don't know, fucking Captain... Yeah. Fucking exactly. Captain America Falcon. You know, like, I, I'm i not imagining that. I'm not sitting here going, oh, man, I can't wait to see Angelina Jolie and fucking um, Benedict Cumberbatch share the screen. You know, like, I'm just like, oh, let's just Again, move. Tex, like, ju- just, just to on. wrap up uh, my side as well, I go back to what I said. This movie was a whole lot of nothing. Like, yeah. a, a whole lot of bells and whistles for nothing. Like, I'm not saying that, like, there was... Um, that this movie is complete garbage because it's not like visually it's awesome you have some cool things with the characters and stuff like that in there but in terms of the story in terms of marvel in terms of the expectation squeezing this um in between spider-man and shang chi after loki like like that is what i'm talking about because everyone and their mothers knows when you go to see a marvel movie you go to see a story that's been that started with fucking iron man you know what i mean right like that's what you go to see a marvel movie for you you go there you sit through all the fucking long ass credits to see some post credits that you would hope would connect you to the next story in the fucking saga which should be to them honestly they should have been hinting at something in gardens of the galaxy honestly because of the scope of um and the grand scale that they deal with either they should have 
done something with Guardians or done something with Captain Marvel. Especially Captain Marvel, who's this all-touting, like, I fucking patrol the universe shit. Where the fuck were you, man, when all this shit was going down? You know what I mean? Like, if you had simply done that, for instance, in Shang-Chi, we see Bruce Banner and we see fucking Captain Marvel in the movie. And we see Wong, which is a direct um, a connection to Doctor Strange. You know, like, that's that's exactly what, what I'm talking about. Like, there's nothing like that. Fuck, dude, even Venom 2. Even Venom 2 connected yeah. its movie to the fucking universe, dude. And all it had to do was that, like, nonsense post credit scene of Venom licking Spider-Man's face. And you're like, dope, we got the connection. Done. Satisfy the Venom two because honestly, that was the best part of Venom two was the end of the, was the end of the movie. You know, right. it's the same thing with Eternals. Eternals had no connections to Shang Chi and no connection to Spider Man. It had no connection to Doctor Strange to Avengers. All they do is sprinkle a name here. All they do is name drop. All they do is name drop. But again, it's like we said: if you are legit in this universe. At least, if you're going to waste time with all this fluff, because the movie text was all fluff. It was all fucking fluff. If you're going to do all this fluff, at least fill it up with, like, scenes and events that we're all familiar with as fans of this universe. Like, holy shit, that that was a Sokovia event. Like, let's say you had Cersei just watching the news, like, on the timeline. Just, like, not even on site watching the news or reading the newspaper to connect you to those events in time like like that's a big fail the fact that time was such first of all the fact that time is such a big um a key antagonist and thing in this coming phase is 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 wild that they didn't touch on and b they touched on time but they never touched on the time you wanted them to actually talk about so that is mind-boggling how you go through the complete history of humankind and not once show them hey at least running away from something in new york or punching an alien real quick while they run away and not interfere you know what i mean or or helping somebody out in sokovia from from a falling car from the sky since the whole fucking town is in the sky you know what i mean like that is honestly what i wanted to see especially because these characters i i I barely remember their names bro (laughs) i barely remember their names i can't spell their names like their their costumes aren't like fucking memorable they look like a bunch of power rangers without helmets you know yeah um so that's 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 tough man that's very tough because there's nothing as you mentioned text there's nothing for us to cling to there's nothing for the the viewer to go back to like oh but this is still going on in the back while they're having sex over here you know what i mean <laughs> like right. like there's nothing like that and that's why it's so disappointing it's not about the diversity or the sexual orientation no it's about the story at its core it has nothing to do with the current state of the marvel universe and like i said it just feels like it's a movie made within the marvel universe you know what i mean right like it's like they're you know how dc has their different kind of timelines it's like that it's like oh let's just make this movie um but you know we can name drop all these events just because they're part of the same company but yeah folks but that being said it's a big wait for it from us here at the morgue tired of picking this one apart honestly um i'm ready to move on yeah and it was just draining dude it was just such a draining movie. Yeah, because you always expected some, you always expected something and you never got it, you know? 
that's also why it was a big disappointment. But that being said, folks, Shang-Chi will be on Disney Plus, um, I think on the 14th or something like that of November. So uh, go check that one out because that one legit has a direct tie um, to what is going on in the Marvel Universe. And uh, folks, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, this is episode 88 of the morgue an official course feed podcast and go check out our social feeds instagram twitter facebook uh, go check out our soundcloud wherever you get your podcasts go check us out go check us uh, go check out all the, the other 87 episodes i know you guys like uh um all those archives especially when i trash from hell uh three from hell that was fun trashing rob zombie um and i'm pretty sure i will be trashing him down the future especially after this monsters thing comes out um but thank you once again folks and thank you del virus for the awesome artwork thank you um uh, glenn morowski for the awesome music that you guys will be hearing once again after our spooky season episodes are finished um and thank you to mr nick valdez for being awesome um and thank you folks for listening and for just being there um i think one of you guys just left a comment thank you uh feel free leave comments um we appreciate all that stuff and remember folks it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it 